the Big Bets on Campus podcast. 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 All right, here we go. Every pitch is your pitch. The greatest show on dirt. They can add college baseball to their trophy case. Welcome to the Big Bets on Campus college baseball version. I am Colin Wilson at underscore Colin One with the Action Network. Joining me, Brad Audrain, real Brad Audrain, at real Brad Audrain on Twitter. Uh, He joins me. We are both Arkansas alum. We are both Arkansas baseball fanatics, but we're also realists. Like we, we can find faults in our team all day. Like we were pretty happy that Lanzilli got, took some bench and some other guys are getting some swings. We're happy about our bats, but we are SEC baseball fanatics. Uh, we like to gamble on us on, on baseball, not just SEC, but hell we'll, we'll bet on Gonzaga baseball. We'll bet on central Connecticut baseball. So uh, that's what we're here for. We're here to give you direction on uh, where we're going to lay some bets on our way to Omaha, which is getting closer and closer. Let me introduce Brad, Brad. How do you feel after Arkansas took two of three on the road at Auburn? We pretty much secured our super regional spot, right? I don't know. With that, with that weak RPI, Vandy coming to town, look, we are going to host super regional, but we've still got work to do. Yeah. And you know, what's funny is I think you and I have been pushing this off for weeks. This is uh, our third or fourth week doing a college baseball pod on BBOC here. We don't think the SEC is as strong as it used to be. And, and, by the way, I think you owe me money. I think Sonny Deshara got on base against uh, Hagen Smith. Yeah, before. he did. Yeah. <laughs> Smith last two innings, so, so, yeah. It, uh, yeah, but <laughs> do, yeah, Vandy, let the people know, though, Vandy is not the Vandy that we've had from years past. There's no Kumar Rocker. There's no Leiter Jr. Like, the Vandy this weekend with Arkansas, is just, it's not the same Vandy team we've all been used to, right? Yeah, they're 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 a little bit younger than, than what we've seen. They don't have the ace staff. They they don't have some of the big bats, Pedro Alvarez, these guys that tear the cover off the ball, but they're still, they've got a lot of talent. You know, I mean, they always recruit top two or three classes of the country. So we know what we're going up against. And they've been, you know, they won their series last weekend. Uh, all I'm saying is I'm not trying to count my chickens, Colin. Uh, yeah. You know, as weak as the SEC is, part of that is a weak old Miss, a weak Mississippi State. And at any given point, those two teams can beat anyone in the country. So, you know, I, it, it's made for a weak RPI number and strength of schedule number, but right. not an easy weekend. You know, like you, you don't go out and beat the hell out of Ole Miss and w- walk right through them. You have to, you have to earn it. So as Brad and I throw out all these numbers that you guys, uh, you know, if you haven't listened before, let us remind you that college baseball is a completely different animal than Major League Baseball. Fielding percentage is extremely important. A double play, a 6-4-3 double play is not that easy at the college ranks. Uh, we look for home runs per game. We look at slugging. We look at, you know, we look at ERA and whip, but it's really important to notice when teams have, you know, closers as, you know, Stanford's got a guy that can come in and shut you down for four innings. Arkansas has got one kid in the bullpen that can come in, but he can only go two innings before he starts getting hit. Pitchers are everything. Power pitchers are everything. We're going to get to three more power pitchers this week. But college baseball is different than MLB. And really, you have to have pop in your bats. 
You have to have strong starting pitching, and that's how you get to Omaha. And fielding percentage is just king because errors will cost you everything. Brad, let's get to our power pitchers to back. Showing the curve. Got him. <laughs> Holy shit! And that's not even his best pitch. All right, we're going to start off real quick, and we're actually going to be really quick on this week's segment because in previous weeks, power pitchers to back is if you see their names listed, you bet them. And last weekend, we told everybody, you're going to bet Friday night on Arkansas when Connor Nolan takes it up against Auburn, who is heavily beat up on their Friday night starter. Closer was out. I mean, just all kinds of things going with Auburn, and and that was an easy win for us. Uh, And we have other pitchers that you should bag at Oregon State, Cooper Jerpies. Uh, Garrett Horn with Liberty, Parker Messick from Florida State is another one, uh, and Jonathan Brand at Miami of Ohio. All these are, are have been winners for us. So let's talk about more power pitchers to back. Let's not spend too much time because it is our marquee matchup. But Justin Campbell at Oklahoma State is absolutely one of the best pitchers in the nation. He'll be pitching this Friday night, but 77 innings pitched. He's up to 112 strikeouts on the season. Now, he's going up Friday night, and he's not going to face Texas Tech's best, who's a Saturday guy. Brad, who's Texas Tech's Saturday guy? So the Red Raiders have Brandon Birdsell, who comes in and pitches on Saturday. Uh, You know, some coaches like to pitch their best pitcher, not against the other team's top pitcher, which seems like a cowardice move to me. But, uh, you know, I'm not not here to judge. But Brandon Birdsell, uh, 7-2 on the year. His team has a great offense, so that helps him on the hump. And uh, he started 11 games, 61 innings. He got 86 strikeouts, and, you know, he seems to be getting stronger as the season goes on. Texas Tech did not start off great. Their RPI is kind of weak. But uh, I think it's a safe bet that Oklahoma State has your guy on Friday night if you want to make a bet. And on Saturday, look at Brandon Birdsell and the Red Raiders. I'm not, not expecting a sweep here. Yeah, and I think the whole thing is we're going to do this power pitchers to back segment, and the SEC has been the bread and butter of this podcast, and it probably will continue to be, but this week we're going to focus on the outside of the SEC before we wrap it up and get to conference play here. The third pitcher I want to talk about, a pitcher that you always bet, is for the Miami Hurricanes. And, Brad, I'm actually kind of excited about the ACC tournament between Virginia Tech, who you took a future on last week, looking pretty good right now, Miami's looking pretty good. We know NC State has the pop to kind of show up there. There's a lot of good teams in the ACC. Carson Palmquist, he is a lefty for the Hurricanes. Right now he's at 64 innings pitched, 92 strikeouts. Uh, you know, his on-base percentage versus some of the other guys, the Birdsell, the Campbell that we mentioned, a little bit higher. But a dominant lefty pitcher is really hard to find in NCAA baseball. Arkansas has a guy that goes on Saturday night, Hagan Smith. Carson Palmquist is a lefty for the Hurricanes. If you can find a lefty-dominant starter, you want to bet them every time. All right, so Brad, uh, Palmquist, he's converted into a starter, right? He didn't used to always be a starter. Hey, man, 25 appearances last season. Those were not all starting games. So, yeah, he had 14, 15 saves last season. Guy's got ice in his veins, and you want to trust a starter like that. Yeah, if I'm reading this right, this guy almost had two strikeouts per inning pitch last year as a closer. So, I mean, that's some pretty insane stats. So that definitely look for Carson Palmquist, the ACC tournament and in postseason play. All right, let's get to our marquee matchup of the weekend. Like I said, we're not going to do much SEC on this podcast. We're going to talk Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, easily the biggest marquee matchup of the weekend. 
Texas Tech has offensive sticks that you're going to see next level in Major League Baseball. Oklahoma State right now, number one in the nation in road RPI, 21st in strength of schedule. Brad, I think they're penciled in right now as a number three overall seed heading into postseason play right now. If Omaha, if the race to Omaha would start today, we're going to have regionals. The Pokes would be up there at number three. Uh, let's talk about this weekend. What do you see with Texas Tech at Oklahoma State this weekend? Well, the Red Raiders just lost uh, their closer for the season. Or, well, I don't know if it's for the season, but they lost them for a couple of weeks. And they're a team that's come in with a weak strength of schedule. Their road RPI is 73. Oklahoma State's is one in the country. Um, on the road, but this series is everything, and Texas Tech is a proven program. Their coach has gone to, to Omaha, I don't know how many times uh, here recently. It seems like I see them there every year. They're one of the programs that you just know you're going to see. So when you get late in the season and you get a matchup like this, uh, Texas Tech has Jace Yoon. I mean, he may be the best player in the country. You see a matchup like this. You see a program like Texas Tech coming in. They need it bad. And I'm going, I'm going Texas Tech taking two out of three here. I know how good Oklahoma State is. I know what they've done. Uh, but at some point, you know, the, the charade must end and we, we gotta move back on. And Texas Tech, if they wanna if they wanna get move their RPI out of 46 or 43, wherever it is, uh, they, they're gonna have to get some of these wins. And I, I think this is where they start. Yeah, and for everybody out there that's betting, like last week, I know I tweeted out last week, like, listen, Connor Nolan should be minus 250 on Friday night against the Auburn staff that doesn't have much going on. I think we have the same splits here. Odds makers don't pay enough attention to college baseball. So let me tell you how you're supposed to bet this. Justin Campbell for Oklahoma State is pitching on Friday night. We don't know if Texas Tech is going to put Andrew Morris or Chase Hampton out there, but this is an Oklahoma State slammer on Friday. Turn around Saturday, it's the other way around. Uh, we think Oklahoma State's going to throw Bryce Osmond uh, as a Saturday night starter. I know that he's thrown on Sunday a few times. But Brandon Birdsell for Texas Tech is their star pitcher, and he throws on Saturday. So this is a really easy handicap. Oddsmakers posted, you know, they, they don't pay attention to these pitchers that much. They're probably going to post minus 110 to minus 130 on these teams. But this is a slam dunk. Friday, Oklahoma State, you play it to about minus 300. Saturday, you're playing Texas Tech with Brandon Birdsell up to about minus 300. And then on Sunday, Brad, I mean, it's just a free-for-all. We've got all kinds of these, – both these teams are struggling to find a third pitcher. So Sunday is going to be hands-off. But you're going to go ahead and say two out of three uh, are going to belong. Who You said Texas Tech, right? Yeah, I said Texas Tech. So, I yeah, mean, do it. you got to pick – got to, like you said, Friday, Friday goes Oklahoma State way. Yep. Uh, Saturday is going Raiders. And Sunday you just got to pick and – and again, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow um, the the big time program and and you know who knows what's gonna happen, but uh, yeah, I think I think it'll be a great series. And if you want to get your bets in, get them in on Friday and Saturday, uh, Sunday. Just bet with your buddy. Yeah, and I, I think I think I should say this too. Like Texas Tech is built for their ballpark. Like it is a home run paradise. Uh, balls fly out of their park. And, and crazy enough, people don't believe this, but Arkansas is actually a pitcher's park. Uh, you know, balls go to die and left and, uh, you know, right center field. Uh, it's pretty cavernous ballpark for a home run hitter. But Texas Tech is going on the road this weekend up to Stillwater. So we'll see how they do. Oklahoma State. Yeah, when you see those, when you see those, uh, we see Texas Tech show up in Omaha, 
And yeah. every guy on their team is like 6'5", you know, 250. But TD Ameritrade, tell everybody, TD Ameritrade is a pitcher's park. It is not a home run hitter's park, right? Agreed, agreed. And that's why Texas Tech has never won it. But my yeah. point is <laughs> that they're an intimidating-looking bunch. And <laughs> I've never been intimidated by Oklahoma State. So here's where we are. And that's why I'm going, that's, that's why I'm going to Texas Tech, Colin. You you have your reasons, I have mine. <laughs> well, I yeah, and I mean, listen, when Kesson Hurstead is going up there for Arkansas a couple of years ago, and a bunch of balls are dying at the wall. I'm thinking, man, this TD Ameritrade up in Omaha is a pitcher's park. Uh, so we'll see how that pans out. But this weekend's pretty easy for the marquee matchup. Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma State, slam it on Friday with Justin Campbell. Saturday, slamming Texas Tech with Brandon Birdsell. Uh, I'm going to lay off Sunday. I'm not going to bet it. Brad's going to go Texas Tech. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. But the Big 12 is definitely under the spotlight this weekend. Oklahoma State currently slated to be the number three overall seed heading into Omaha. So keep your eye on the pokes this weekend. All right, two other marquee matchups. Brad, last week, you took a Virginia Tech future. They look fantastic. They're going to host Louisville this weekend. Are you are you are you riding the wave with the Hokies this weekend? I mean, I think you have to at this point. Uh, you know, we've seen what the ACC can do, and Virginia Tech seems to have whatever swagger it takes. Right now, they're projected as a four seed. You know, it could be higher. We'll see what you know if my tarot cards are right and Texas Tech <laughs> can knock off Oklahoma State. Maybe V Tech sneaks in and Blacksburg's hosting a a two or three seed um, when it comes regional time. But yeah, no, I, I think I, I like Virginia Tech. Louisville seems, seems to be a great ball club as well. So I, Lord knows after NC State last year, I can't, I can't pick them when it comes to ACC baseball. ACC is crazy. It's actually kind of like football. Like everybody finishes six and six and you never know who's really great. And then everybody's fighting for the Mayo Bowl. But I, this is baseball. And I will say that Brad took Virginia Tech at 50 to one as his future. That is now down to 30 to one. Uh, I still think it has value. They're going to be a super regional host. Uh, and especially this weekend against Louisville. Louisville is outside the top 100 ERA and whip. They're going to go visit Virginia Tech, who is fourth in the nation in home runs per game. So I would uh, I'd be looking at the Hokies there. Another big one out of the ACC. Like, like I said, this is an anti-SEC podcast this week. Miami at Florida State. Florida State's starting to get a little bit of love, Brad, but I just can't bet on a team that's 177th in fielding percentage. I can't bet on a team that's 162nd on base percentage. I don't see the defense. I don't see the sticks. Do you think Miami goes on the road, goes up to Tallahassee, and, and maybe sweeps Florida State? I believe in our first show here, uh, we get a tweet where somebody asked you about Miami, and we did not – we didn't give them quite the love maybe they deserve. So I'm not going to make that mistake again. Miami's been playing very good baseball. Uh, Florida State does seem to have a great pitching staff, but if you can't hit, um, you know, eventually you're going to run into some problems. Been watching it all year with Arkansas. Give me, give me the Hurricanes. Yeah, and I agree. Uh, Miami this year is 21st in the nation in road RPI. Now, Brad and I kind of make fun of RPI. We don't really know how it's calculated. The NCAA leans on it too much to determine seeds. But road RPI is a real deal. If you can win away from your own home base, it's kind of like college basketball. Like winning on the road is tough. And Miami is a team that's been able to do that. So back the Hurricanes this weekend, going up against Florida State. That is going to lead us to our College World Series futures. Okay, to recap, Brad and I have taken, I took Southern Miss 50 to 1. Still kind of hanging out a little bit better right now. I've also taken Texas A&M 150 to 1. I think that's down to 55 to 1 right now. 
Brad on the 45 to one Mississippi state train from a few weeks ago. And uh, that, we don't talk about that anymore. Future to be determined. Right. And then Virginia yeah. tech, you're doing great with Virginia tech 50 to one down to 30 to one. And going to be a, maybe a top four overall seed going into Omaha. Brad, I'm going to go with you. Boy, you know what? I'm going to let you go first. I know who I'm going to take this week. Uh, you and I are looking at the overall projected seed. So right now, before I get to Brad's pick for the future, what we're betting this week, Tennessee is still listed as the number one overall seed. Now, I just want to spend 20 seconds here at Tennessee. Have the bats finally started to cool off? Because I'm starting to see some things in the box score where I think Tennessee is starting to come down. What do you think? We saw it. We saw it this weekend. We saw a team that, you know, they didn't hit 25 home runs. They brought in their guy that throws it 109 miles an hour, and he threw it to the damn backstop like people do when they throw it 107 miles an hour. They're not perfect. It's baseball. You have weaknesses. You want to get hot at the right time of the season. Tennessee started off really hot. Who knows? Who knows what will happen with that hothead coach down there? <laughs> I mean, we'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, they've, they've, they've seemed to cool off a little bit. Losing at Kentucky is not what uh, they expected. Yeah, Tennessee losing at Kentucky is like – I mean, that opened up my eyes. I thought, take, you know, losing a game against Auburn, you and I said that Auburn would go in and take one, and they did. And now losing a game to Kentucky, it's kind of like, wait a minute, this team is mortal. I, I, I am still not a believer in what Tennessee is doing. I have seen offenses get this hot and cool off, really thinking of Arkansas last year. Uh, but thinking of the overall seeds that are projected right now, Tennessee's at number one, Oregon State. Brad, you and I wrestled about this. Now, I will give this away. Brad and I did not take Oregon State as a future on this podcast this week, but we both wanted it. They're at 10 to 1 right now. There is no roadblocks for Oregon State from here on out. They are projected as the number two overall seed. I think 10 to 1 is a great bet on them. Uh, like we said, Oklahoma State is number three. Coming in at the fourth overall seed projected is Virginia Tech. Uh, then after that, just you know, Miami, Arkansas, Louisville, Auburn, handful of teams. I think it's worth noting LSU is still hanging around 11th. Notre Dame's done nothing. I don't even think they played a weekend in a few weeks. They're at number 10. Uh, and Texas A&M, who I took 150 to 1 future, is still at number 9. Brad, you got any feelings before we throw out there our futures? Any of these number 1 or number 2 projected seeds that you like? I think we're looking at Tennessee and Oregon State as the number 1 and number 2 projected seed, period. End of story. I mean, I don't, I don't really – it doesn't look like you look at the schedule. There's very much that could happen to change those two. Um, certainly not with the talent that they have on their rosters, at least. So after that, we'll see what happens with, again, I think Oklahoma State's got a big game this weekend. I think it's NCAA, NCAA pays t- attention to these marquee matchups. Yep. Arkansas-Vandy will be interesting as well just because, you know, it's it's a top 25 matchup. So Vandy, Vandy got a big win last weekend against Georgia, kind of knocked Georgia out of there. It was either going to be Vandy or Georgia as that, second tier SEC team and Vandy took that took that calling card so now we, we shall see let's roll right into your future and tell us why now tell us as a guy that is not completely tied to the university tell us why no, I mean uh, yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm bandwagon I'm bandwagon to the death here this week and I feel bad about it I do but it's it's my last opportunity if I'm going to pick Arkansas and, and again, you're talking to the guy who, you know, was crying on the field watching Carson Shaddy drop it against Oregon State. So, you know, I, I believe in this team. If they can remove Brady Slavens from the lineup, we have a real shot to be a good baseball team. Um, but so at, at 13 to 1 right now, or 13, plus 1,300, I, I, I think that it's the 
we're not going to see this. These odds are only going to get worse for me. So if I don't take it now, we got Vandy coming to town. I believe we're going to win. Now, if we don't win, then I'm not sure that I believe it's a good bet. But if we do win, then the odds are going to get worse because we're going to move up in the polls more. Our projected seed will go up and, you know, without fail. I mean, you still see Vandy at plus 1500 only just because Vandy's got a program that, you know, wins, wins a lot of baseball games. They, they have people that bet. So. And Buster you know, only likes to tweet about them a lot, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the, at, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm placing a bet because there's not going to be another time to bet on Arkansas this season. Yeah. So here I am, here I am uh, following my boys in the battle and we'll see how it goes down. Uh, let's step out. Let me step out of the box here of being two alums. Cause I am certainly very contrarian with the football and the basketball team. I'll be contrarian here. It's hard to hate on Arkansas from what they do from a defensive perspective. They're number two in fielding percentage. They're sixth in ERA and 12th in whip. And why does that work? Because bomb stadium is actually a pitcher's park. It's really hard to get balls over the fence and Arkansas's offense, which has struggled this year starting to show signs of life. Uh, there's been actually, you can't get Dave Van Horn to change the lineup. He actually changed the lineup a little bit, started to work out. There started to be some runs on the board. But Brad's right. There's no hurdles in front of this Arkansas team, a team that is going to be a super regional host. So 11 to one, I feel like Arkansas to Oregon state. This is last call. This is last call on numbers that are above eight to one. Now for me, I'm going to pivot off and take a team. I told everybody that I bet this team 50 to one before the season even started. And I did. And now the number's even better, and I still like them, and that's Dallas Baptist. Dallas Baptist is methodically dismantling teams right now. Their strength of schedule is third in the nation. They're 20th in road RPI. They are extremely battle-tested. And then you look at other numbers, you're kind of like, you know, you kind of got warm fuzzies, like 31st fielding percentage, 35th in home runs per game. Dallas Baptist right now is projected to be a number two seed in a regional and they're listed at 90 to one. You're going to give me 90 to one odds on a number two seed that I think right now is projected to go up against LSU. Like I will take a 90 to one into a regional in Shreveport against LSU, but Dallas Baptist really has a lot of things going for them. They're seven and five against the RPI top 25. They have a winning record against everybody. You know, any way you slice the RPI, they're winners. They're non-conference RPI, second best in the nation, non-conference strength of schedule. First in the nation, they played the toughest schedule outside of their week conference. Dallas Baptist, we've seen challenge in the Supers before. I'm taking a 90 to one on these guys. Brad, are you are you with me on Dallas Baptist? I mean, they're always in the Super Regional talk. I mean, they are. They're, they're a program that everybody knows, you know, from over the years. They, they, they recruit well. They play good baseball down there. And I think I just figured it out while you're having that discussion about Dallas Baptist. Here's how you get – here's how you create a good RPI. You play Big 12 teams midweek. Yep. Arkansas, remove that from their schedule this season. We have a terrible RPI. Dallas Baptist, you know that they play Big 12. You, you play Texas. You play Texas Tech. You, you know, these are very beatable teams midweek, and you, you grab a couple W's against Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. That's how Dallas Baptist has such a great RPI. But all that to say – Dallas Baptist at 90 to one, man. I mean, you know, it's not free money because the odds that they win, it's a long shot. But as far as long shots go, you're making a lot more money off that than, you know, what you did off, you know, just just picking a horse on uh, Saturday. And we saw the biggest long shot win that we'd ever seen. And 
We went 90 to one. Well, I think we should look at it this way. Okay. So Dallas Baptist is listed at 90 to one to win the national championship. Can they win the national championship? I don't know, but 90 to one gives me a lot of headroom right now. They would be scheduled to go into Shreveport, Brad. Dallas Baptist has an, uh, just as good of a chance as LSU to win a regional in Shreveport. Do you agree? Yeah, agreed. I mean, yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, they're not going to be afraid going on the road, uh, whatever, wherever they go, to be honest with you. I mean, they, they've been around the block. So it is, it is a very good bet. Uh, you know, if you're, looking for, if you're looking for something outside of the box that, you know, to give you some, get you, you know, a, some really large winnings down the road, if you pick it, Dallas Memphis is, you know, they, they've got a shot. Yeah. And I think what people should realize, though, is like if you're new to college baseball and you haven't bet this before, Dallas Baptist is a season postseason team. Uh, there are other teams that you may not recognize, but they're actually, you know, they've been around the postseason before, like Grand Canyon. Right now, they are slated to be a number two. Cal State point. Fullerton. Yeah. Cal State Fullerton, right? They're not I, even on this list, but, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they were somewhere because Cal State <laughs> Fullerton is always there. Yeah, and when like when I see teams like Central Connecticut State, I mean, I, they've been in Fayetteville a few times. Like some of these teams know how to play in the postseason. Uh, so you know, just don't write them off because you've never heard of them before, or they have a bad basketball or football team. Dallas Baptist can play baseball, and I have no call. I would not hedge my ninety to one going into Shreveport. That's where they're projected to go into right now. So book it. Brad's going Arkansas eleven to one. This is your last chance to get the Razorbacks at a good number. I'm going Dallas Baptist 90 to one better than the 50 to one that they opened up out at circuit a bit. Start the season. Take that 90 to one all day. That is going to join our stable of futures. Again, just to recap, Brad thinks Texas tech is going to win the series. I'm going to lay off and we're both going to tell you bet on Justin Campbell Friday night for Oklahoma state Bet on Brandon Birdsell for Texas tech on Saturday night. I'm going to sit out Sunday uh, we both like Virginia Tech to sweep Louisville. We both like Miami to go to Florida State. If not sweep, take the series from the Seminoles. Uh, and that's going to do it for this week's college baseball podcast. Brad, we've got, we've got what, two, three weeks left till regionals? I couldn't be more excited. Uh, uh, you know, are you, uh, are you ready for the craziness of uh, 14,000 people at Bomb Stadium and, uh, you know, seeing some of these teams come to town? I absolutely cannot wait. Yeah, but that's, that's the hard part of this time of year. You, got to win. Otherwise, you're not going to get to have those weekends. So we need to win now. And uh, good luck to all the other teams out there that, that, that need to get their W's because it's it's a lot of fun down the stretch. And we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Go uh, Hogs. Go Hogs. Yeah. Brad and I will be in Bomb Stadium for Vanderbilt, Arkansas this weekend. Uh, we will catch you guys next week on the podcast. We are inching closer to the regionals. Uh, which will turn into Supers, which will eventually turn into Omaha. And we will be here at the Big Bets on Campus podcast to make sure you have all of your gambling needs. Go Oklahoma State Friday night. Go Texas Tech on Saturday night. Uh, get your Dallas Baptist and your Arkansas Futures in. I'm Colin Wilson. He's Brad Audrain. We will see you on the road to Omaha. <laughs>